everyone, and welcome to the Envision Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Hanquist, and I'm the CEO of Envision Nutrition. We're here to take you from imagining your future possibilities to turning them into actual realities. Each week, we'll be giving you a glimpse into the lives of other successful, busy working professionals, some of them parents who have, through it all, somehow, been able to make health and fitness a continuous staple in their lives. Good morning, my Envision podcast listeners. Today, you get yours truly. And I wanted to talk to you today about resolutions, specifically New Year's resolutions. As we begin the new year of 2021, we're faced with yet again another uh, decision to make on whether or not to make a resolution. And I'm going to come at you with both sides of this, whether or not to make a New Year's resolution. Let's talk, first of all, about why people decide to make a New Year's resolution, however. And I would say the biggest reason that most of us decide to make a New Year's resolution is that they have some sort of lack of fulfillment in their lives. Maybe they're not fully satisfied with the way that they've been living their life and they want to, you know, get on this fresh new kick, this fresh new journey. Or maybe something sparked a change. Maybe it was a health scare um, at a doctor's appointment. Or maybe somebody said something to you that didn't quite sit with you right and that sparked this little like burst of change that you needed to make. Now, why do I think resolutions are a great idea? I think they're a great motivational kickstart. I think it's a great time to shake off the last year of bad habits, the last several years that you maybe aren't quite so proud of yourself and time to start a new era. But I'm going to let you know why I don't think they're such a great idea. And the biggest reason is that they put too much pressure on people to not fail. And the other thing is, is they give these people an all or nothing mentality. And I don't think the all or nothing mentality is a very good lifestyle to live because again, that puts too much pressure on you that if you can't adhere to this all or nothing mentality, then you might as well just go ahead and fail and give up. My true belief is that life is a journey and your health and fitness need to be along with that same mindset. So instead of aiming for winning the whole entire year or that all of a sudden January 1st, and let's be honest, it's going to be January 2nd because nobody ever really gets started on January 1st because of January or because of New Year's Eve festivities, but you need to think in terms of winning the day not the whole entire year, not the whole year, whole entire lifetime. You have spent years and years, you know, with these bad habits, with these negative self-talks, with these not so good concepts of the way you've been living your lifestyle, or at least, you know, that you, you aren't hundred percent satisfied right now. So how do you think that an overnight decision is suddenly going to change your life. It's not, it's not going to. So let's get that out of our heads, first of all. And the thing that I want you to think about, and I listened to this on a podcast, I believe it was Ed Milet. I can't say for sure. Um, if I remember it, I'll try to put it in the show notes, but he was interviewing a Navy SEAL and 
he asked the Navy SEAL, you know, just about BUDS training. And if you, I'm not a military expert by any means, but if you know anything about, you know, the Navy SEAL training, they go through this initial training called BUDS. And it's basically makes or breaks who's meant to be, you know, a Navy SEAL and, and who's not. And he asked the question, you know, who are the people that make it and who are the people that not, that don't. And the biggest thing that stuck with me is that, the mindset of a Navy SEAL that made or break who make it through the end and who don't was making it to breakfast, making it to the very next morning was the only thing in their mind. The individuals that thought too far and too hard about trying to make it through the entire thing are the ones that did not make it. So if, you know, and I say this all the time, I say this in, in the end, you know, the outro of my podcast every single time, make your goals high, but make each step attainable. So if you're concentrating way too hard on the outcome and you're not concentrating on the one very next step that you need to take, and I don't care if you have to think in terms of, I'm just going to get through this next few ounces of water, or I'm just going to get through this next meal of eating healthy, or I am just going to give 20 minutes to a workout because that's all I have right now. And then you can make one successful day turn into another successful day. Or maybe that one successful day, you didn't quite, you know, the next day wasn't that successful. Well, you can look back and see you've had all these successful days. So, you know, this one day of maybe not having the greatest success is not going to make or break you because you've got all these other really good ones built on top of it. So let's take this all or nothing mentality out and let's put in these bite-sized pieces that we can build on top of. You have to learn to navigate health and fitness to fit your specific lifestyle. You can't squish your lifestyle into these big audacious goals if you haven't built the daily habits to get there. So what does that look like for you? How do you build healthy habits and what do those look like? So I'm a firm believer in building a good solid foundation for any journey that you want to go on whether that's in business, whether that's in parenting, whether that's in marriage, you have to have a solid foundation. Otherwise, you're not going to have the opportunity to navigate through the hard times. You're just going to give and fold every single time. Life is going to continue to happen. And so I want to go through some of these healthy habits and what those specifically can look like for you, because I want you to have the actionable steps that you can specifically take with you and start working on. So first of all, if you haven't already, I think it'd be a really good idea to read the compound effect book by Darren Hardy. Now, this is a book that I've attempted to physically read multiple times, but if you know me, you know, I don't have a super long amount of time to sit down and read every single day. It's just not something that I am able to do. And unfortunately I would guilt trip myself every day that I could not sit down and read for 30 minutes until finally one day I just came to the fact that I just don't have that kind of time in my day. I'm a busy working mom with three kids, a career, and a husband. I don't have time to sit down and take that time to just read. If I do, 
I'm honestly going to want to watch trashy TV shows because I don't want to have to turn my brain on for a few minutes. So what I started utilizing is audiobooks, and um, you know during my cardio sessions, during my workouts, whatever you know, whenever I'm able to do it. Maybe it's a car ride across town. Maybe you know whatever the case is. I love to listen to audiobooks, and so this is actually how I listen to the Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Um, I, I actually have both. I have the audiobook version and I have the hard copy version. And I would highly recommend that you read this one because this gives you a lot of good information on why small, tiny habits every single day build up to large, successful, sustainable lifestyles. And so first of all, I would definitely recommend you read that book. Secondly, establish a daily routine. Now, I want to come at this a a different way though, because I, myself, I had an insurance agency for 12 years with children, you know, with everything going on. And I was able to establish a specific routine from that. But when I sold my agency and started Envision, I realized quickly that I don't have the ability to have that same routine that I had for that long period of time. And so I had to make a shift. And quite honestly, my routine does change from day to day, but that doesn't mean that each of the items within that routine are less important than when it's super structured. So I'm coming to you to say that just so you know that it is okay to have a plan B and it is okay if your routine has to change from day to day. You know, my Wednesday looks different than my Friday. My Monday work looks different than my Saturday, but I still have each of my non-negotiables in there somewhere. And it comes down to planning and being okay that sometimes those plans may change, but ultimately getting up at the same time every day, going to bed at the same time every day is going to be huge. Have a plan in place. Be okay with having a plan B but establishing a good daily routine is going to be very, very helpful for you. Okay, so the next thing in our daily habit number two is to learn what foods you enjoy that are good for you, that are healthy for you, and learn how to cook them, okay? This might sound like a no-brainer, but the reality is when times get tough and when it's super busy, If you don't have food prepared and a plan B with that food, you're going to go and get fast food or you're just not going to eat. And so the biggest thing here is having staple food items on hand at all times, whether that's in the freezer, you know, for your plan B or whether that's, um, you know, freshly cooked a few days before in bulk so that you can put a meal together. So Learn what foods you enjoy. Don't try to eat fish if you don't like fish. If you like beef, make beef. Because, you know, I know there's a lot of like, oh, beef's not good for you. All right, scratch a lot of that stuff. The biggest thing is, is that you're being consistent with your diet and you are consuming foods that are healthy for you that are going to fuel your body. Okay, and don't start with the whole entire Um, repertoire of food right now. Right now, let's start small and start by aiming to get more protein into your diet. And then you can elaborate from there. Instead of French fries, I'm going to learn how to make rice. 
Um, instead of, you know, not having any vegetables, I'm going to have some steam packs on hand. So learn what foods you enjoy that are good for you and learn how to make them in bulk so that in times of quick need, you can put them together very quickly um, and rush out the door to your next activity. Number three, learn about an exercise regimen that works best for you. I know you see a lot of the fitness community and they're taking their early, super early morning classes together, or you see the CrossFitter going crazy, or you see the chick in the gym lifting weights, or you see the people signing up for their half marathon races. That's great. That's great for them. But will it work for you? Is that what you can get fired up about to go to the gym and do every single day? If it's not, try something different. Maybe you need to, you know, look at bike riding or taking a cycling class. Maybe you need to look at maybe doing yoga or bar or, um, you know, maybe it's at home that you work out. I don't know. Maybe it is weight training, but I will tell you if it's not something that you enjoy and I'm not giving this an excuse to just not do it because believe me, you guys, I love to lift weights, but there are days I don't want to do it. But overall, weightlifting is my jam. It's my thing. It's what I do. I'm not trying to do, you know, CrossFit. I'm not trying to sign up for all these different races because I know in my heart, I will dread the training for it. And so you need to figure out what you can enjoy that you can implement every single day. I am going to tell you though, that some level of weight training is probably a must because as we age specifically past the age of 30, we start to begin to lose our muscle mass. And if we are not doing something to combat that process, then you are not going to have as functional as a body as you would hope, you know, in your later years. So make sure you're implementing some sort of resistance training into your regimen. The other thing too is get the whole mindset of training at different times a day out of your head. I can't tell you how many times I have gotten up at 3.45 to work out at 4 a.m. so that I can be done and home by 6 a.m. And you guys, 4 a.m. does exist. If you go to bed early enough, you can get up at 4 a.m. to get your workout in. There is a whole world of people up at that time. So get Get that out of your mindset. The next thing is mindset. Get your mindset right. All of these false beliefs that you've put into your head, I don't like vegetables. I can't work out at 4 a.m. There's no way. I can't do this. I can't do that. Get the can'ts and won'ts out of your head. You are limiting yourself your success and your ability by putting these, you know, can'ts and won'ts and no's into your mind. So get your mindset straight and understand that anything is possible and being open-minded for these things could open up a whole entire new light for you. So don't be afraid to shake things up, switch things up. It may work for you, it may not, but you don't know until you try it. So get your mindset right. 
So another really important habit, and I don't know that you would necessarily call this a habit, but it is, you know, an important tool that you need to make sure that you're implementing into your life, and that is sleep. I know it's easier said than done, um, and and if you're a new mother, go back and listen to the podcast that I did with one of our coaches um, about mindset. Because if you're a new mom, you are just trying to fit into your basic needs right now. So this is not for you. If you're a new mama, go back and listen to our uh, mindset uh, podcast episode that we did with Coach Jess. She's got some great information in there for you. But if you're not a new mom, you've got your basic needs down, then this is for you. But sleep is so important. Now, I am not saying that you need to be getting eight hours of sleep every single night. Sometimes that is just not feasible. Sometimes it's six hours. Sometimes it's seven. Sometimes you can get eight, and that is fantastic. I'm a mom of three, and I can honestly not tell you the last time I got eight hours of sleep. Would I love to be able to? Absolutely. But it's just not feasible for me. But I do try to aim for seven hours every single day. If I can't, then I really try to get six and a half. But the reality is, is when you don't get a sufficient amount of sleep, then your emotions tend to run on high. You might be experiencing cravings that you didn't once experience, and and then you'll find situations that maybe even aren't that difficult to be way more difficult just because you're lacking sleep. Our bodies do some pretty amazing things um, during our sleep cycles. And so getting our full sleep cycles in is very important, not only for our emotions, our mindset, but also for the repair that our bodies need. Um, They're also going to be detoxifying your body. So Just a lot of the negative things that happen to our bodies throughout the day are basically going to be cleaned out throughout your sleep cycles. Our muscles are being repaired Our, you know, just there's, like I said, so many amazing things that go on during sleep. It is very important that you get at least six and a half hours of sleep. You guys, I know every excuse in the book out there, but let me tell you, you have to get your sleep. I'm a mom of three kids. I have a full-time career. I know, I, I know, but I also know when I am doing, you know, things that aren't very productive in my life, such as scrolling through social media, or, you know, it is okay to go to bed with dishes in the sink. Unfortunately, I have learned that the hard way it drives me crazy, but sometimes your sleep is more important than getting those dishes done. So make sure you're getting your sleep. The next one is hydration. You guys, the lack of hydration can do some really strange things to our body. Being dehydrated can cause a bunch of secondary issues. It can cause feeling of hunger. Our hunger signals and our dehydration signals are literally in the same parts of our brain. And so if we are feeling hungry, but yet we know we've consumed enough calories for our activity, try drinking a bunch of water. You might just be dehydrated. Dehydration can also cause brain fog and fatigue. You could just be dehydrated instead of sleepy. If you've gotten enough sleep and you're still tired, or if you've read the same paragraph over an email 400 times, try drinking a big glass of water. Aim to drink at least half of your body weight in ounces of water every single day. And if you aren't even close to that, my friend, don't jump straight there. Add one glass of water for a week and then add another for a week and then build from there. The biggest thing of all, unlike what all the weight loss schemes out there will tell you, is to start 
small. You can lose 30 pounds in a short period of time. I can certainly tell you everything you need to know in order to do that. But the problem is you will not stay there. All right. You will be miserable and it will be very short lived. And if that's your goal, maybe a vacation or something, then that's fine. But understand that there's repercussions that come after that. There's going to be rapid weight gain. There's going to be the loss of hormone function. And the thing is, is you can damage your body more severely by doing those quick weight loss schemes than just by taking it slow. Because here's the deal. One year from now, two years from now, five years from now, if you could look back and look at yourself and say, oh, I lost 30 pounds in 60 days once, and then I gained it all back again, and two years later, I am miserable. Or you could start very small, lose 10 pounds the first year, lose another 10 pounds the second year. By the third year, you're a completely different body composition. You're happy, healthy, and you've established these amazing habits that you never once thought was possible. I'm telling you guys, it's the best way that will ever work for anybody. And I've worked with enough people out there who have yo-yo dieted to tell you that that is not the way to the truth and the light, my friends. You need to build one habit at a time. Basics. Maybe you're an individual who can implement two or three habits. That's great. But if you're not, stop aiming for the moon because you're not going to get there without having the firm foundation at first. All right. So I wanted to talk to you guys about this whole new year's resolution concept, because I think it is so important for you to realize that you're not a failure. You are normal. Everybody goes through these hard times, but it's what you do with them. It's the mindset that you carry. It's the habits that you have built and learned along a journey that is going to help you get through them time after time. Okay. If you, you know, try to take these pills, try to take these powders, try to lose, you know, go on this meal plan for a short period of time, you are not, you're, you're cheating. You're taking the short route. And I think we all know that anything worth having takes hard work. It takes stamina. It takes time. It takes learning. It takes falling down and getting back up again. But you keep getting back up and you keep trying and you keep going. Because starting today and having years of success is much better than starting January 1st and only having six weeks of success. It's when you begin to compound these little daily habits over a period uh, of time, years, for example, that you finally begin to see, you know, amazing results that cannot be taken away from you over a few bad days, weeks even. So it is really important to literally completely have this shift of um, ideas from quick rushed results to slow, long-term sustainable habits. If you see or talk to any person that has been able to make health and fitness um, a huge part of their life, no matter what life throws at them, it's because they've been doing it for so long. They've been able to implement one new little strategy at a time after they've been able to build off of the next one. So 
get out of your mind that results are quick. Results need to happen on day one um, because you're just going to set yourself up for failure. Again, that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. So slow it down because I don't know about you, but I'd rather have a lifelong journey of health and fitness than to have one big giant, um, I guess, successful few weeks. So keep that in mind. I know that it's easier said than done, but we are here for you at Envision. Let us know how we can help you in any way. We are on social media. You can go to our website, teamenvisionnutrition.com, and um, shoot us a message. There's a questionnaire on there that you can fill out and you can be directed to one of us. Um, but you guys, we are here to help you hit your goals. New Year's resolutions, again, are just fine as long as you learn the habits that need to be built along with it so that it can be sustainable for a lifelong journey. Um, you guys, if you liked this episode of the Envision podcast, please be sure to subscribe and share it to your Instagram story, your Facebook page, or any of your other social media platforms so that we can help get others out there to become the best versions of themselves as well. We so appreciate you listening in and until next time, be sure to keep your goals high, but make sure each step is attainable.